Shabbos, Perik Vav, Mishnah Hay, 6 5. Now we say, Yotza Isha, a woman may go out in the Shabbos Rabbim, Bechute Sear, with hair woven in, like a hair weave, hair woven into her hair. That's true whether they're Chute Sear, Bain Mishala, doesn't matter if the origin of the hair that's woven in originally came from her head, Bain Mishal Chaverta, or if it's another woman's hair that's been woven in, Bain Mishal Bema, even if it's an animal's hair. That's woven in. In all those cases, we're not afraid she will take it out in public. And unlike the case in the first mission, talking about the, the strings and straps that she cannot wear in her hair on Friday night, that was can be concerning that she may not be able to go to the mikvah. She has to loosen them because they're a chatzitza. They intercede between her hair and the water. Well, that's not applicable over here. And therefore, we're not afraid she'll have to loosen them. Therefore, she won't come to carry them in public. Ubetotefet uvesan butin. She also could wear the totefet and the sanbutin bizmanchen tefurin if they are sewn in to her hair covering, like her hat. Back in the first mission, we had said that she may not go out with a totefet. That was the kind of like the tzitz, the golden head band across her forehead. The sanbutin were those dangly things, like strings or whatever, it could be gold or silver, that were coming down by her, from her temples. Um, so if those sanbutan, those decorative um, elements that are dangling down from her temples, are sewn into her, her head covering, so of course she's not going to uncover her hair in public, and therefore she can go out wearing the sanbutan, the totefet, that's sewn in on Shabbos. Bekavul Now she can go out into the chatzer, meaning her courtyard, not the Rabbim in public, but a private spot, again, similar to Machlokas we're talking about, if it's talking about um, whether it is an Erev Chatzir or not, it's a Machlokas, but she can go out into the Chatzir wearing her Kavul, the Kavul was that head covering, I think it was a forehead pad to stop her forehead from getting um, chafed by the Totafet, it could actually further go further back perhaps, like the shape of a swimming cap, and Peanachris is a good old-fashioned wig, here the wig, um, she's she's got it on her head, and um, she's she's wearing a wig. Now she's not going to take the wig off, and that being the case, we'll let her um, wear it in the chatzer. And therefore, in both those cases, this would make the woman have some kind of adornment, and therefore not become, you know, feel ugly to her husband, etc. The Mishnah continues in saying that she can go out with b'moch sheba'ozna, with like a wad of cotton, let's say, stuffed in her ear to catch some kind of discharge. That's okay, provided that it's, you know, snugly in there and attached so it won't fall off. She'll pick it up. B'moch sheba'ozna, same goes if she's got some kind of, let's say she's getting like a corn or a blister, she can put a wad of cotton or something, a moch, any sort of soft material there to protect her foot from being further, you know, blistered or something. Again, as long as it's attached properly so it won't fall out and then she'll end up carrying it when she picks it up to take it. Uvamoch, sheskilin nidasa. And same goes with a moch that's there for her nida. Think of it like a tampon. Um, here again, we're considering that she's wearing its kilu. It's like she's wearing it when she goes out in public. Um, unlike the ear and sandal um, moch, here the this kind of moch, so we're not concerned that she'll pick it up if it falls out because it's disgusting. And therefore, it doesn't need to be especially attached to her uh, in any extra way. Also, Bapilpel of a Gargir Melach, she can go out with a peppercorn in her mouth 
or a salt crystal in her mouth, or anything that goes into her mouth, provided she doesn't put it in her mouth for the first time on Shabbos. So what are we talking about over here? We're talking about, um, let's say the woman has bad breath. So she puts in this, she keeps this peppercorn in her mouth to hide her halitosis. So she puts it in before Shabbos. She keeps it in all the time. We're not concerned she'll take it out because she wants to cover the fact that her breath smells. And even if she did take it out since it was there from before Shabbos, not much is going to happen. You can't do malacha or hotzah if you started it before Shabbos already with it in the mouth. Um, the cure already happened. Same goes with the salt. The salt here is now to, she has a toothache. The idea is the salt was supposed to make the toothache, to alleviate the toothache. Again, if she put it in before Shabbos, not much is going to happen. She's not going to take it out because her tooth hurts. And even if she did, hypothetically, not much could go so wrong because the, the, um, she put it in from before Shabbos. Now, um, if she put it on Shabbos, wouldn't be the case. And when we say, Kol davar, anything that goes into her mouth, I mean anything that goes into her mouth to hide her bad breath, because um, she won't take it out. Let me clarify, just so there's no doubts here. To walk, let's say, with chewing gum or a sucking candy on Shabbos um, in a, without a, in a Rosh Hashanah, without an Eruv, would, with a Rosh Hashanah in general, I should say, is um, is Hotzah, is, is totally Asr Medor because that's pot- potentially the normal you carry gum um, in your mouth. So we're not talking about that at all. We're talking about a case where it went in before Shabbos, the kind of thing never shouldn't be expected to come out anyways on Shabbos, unlike gum, which you spit out after a while. Okay. Vim nafal, if the peppercorn or the salt crystal does fall out of her mouth, she can't put it back in again. Um, once out, it stays out. Truth is, the Tosionta says if she catches it in her hand, she could put it right back in again. Finally, shein totevet, that's like a, a false tooth. Um and shein shel zahav, or a golden tooth cover, kind of like a crown. Those things, Rebbe Matar, Rebbe, meaning Rebbe Nasi, says she could wear them because they're tachshit, she won't take them out. The chum osrin, the chum say no, she can't. We're afraid her friends will look at her funny tooth, um, they'll detect it's a false tooth, and they'll make fun of her, and she'll then take it out and come to carry it to Mishra Rabin. Um, as far as halach lamaisa, I don't want to say based on this Mishra because even though the halach is like the chacham, of course, and would be forbidden, um, dentures are a lot more permanent, and they are not really detectable. Certainly gold crowns don't come out at all, um, and therefore there's a different set of rules that are going to apply. Bizman hazeh.